This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, welcome. Carm Capriato here, and join me each and every week for insights from my guest host and an industry first, a live virtual job tour, a Take the Automotive Trivia Challenge, Unwrap Your Fortune of the Week, and a whole lot more. The video version of this show is on aftermarketweekly.com. Hey, good afternoon, Automotive Aftermarket. Carm Capriato, it's 12 noon. It's Tuesday. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now with aftermarketweeklylive.com. We're from the Remarkable Results Radio Studio. I haven't told many people this, but I'm building a new studio, and I'm. it's kind of drywall, tape, dirt, everything is going on here. The beauty of having a camera in the right position is you can't see all the mess that I have here. Hey, uh, we are in a most unique aftermarket resource. Uh, a lot of fun, t- uh, 25 minutes, that not only includes my guest host today, uh, but we're going to have a great shop tour at Quality Automotive in Truckee, California from Bill Greeno. Don't forget, these are all on the website, aftermarketweekly.com. You can watch them all, archive them all up. Andy Bizzub's in the house with us. Do, do you mind if I tell the world that uh, you may be under the weather? It's kind of part of the story, right? So I'm actually quarantined right now, uh, having been tested positive for COVID. So I'm down in Dallas while my shops in Chicago or in the Chicago suburbs are operating. Kind of falls into the whole theme of what we're talking about today, which is building the team that enables you to have the life that you would like to have. Right now, I'm not saying that I'd like to be COVID positive, but it's great that I'm able to be down at my family's home in Dallas and recuperating from this and not worry that the shops are, are are not functioning. Andy has done an awful lot with the podcast. He's great wisdom, Chicago-based company. And when we had For the Record, we had that show, it ran 91 weeks and we put it in hiatus, but I am itching to bring that back. It was episode uh, FO79 from For the Record, Stop Trashing Each Other Based on Emotions and Not Facts. I loved that, Andy. It continues to get listened, so thank you so much for doing that. Uh, our agenda today is kind of Andy alluded to. We're going to do talk about team building. We're going to share. Uh, we're going to figure out what a great fortune is that uh, you're going to have for today. We're going to do a shop tour out and at uh, Bill Greeno's place, and we're going to do some trivia. Hey, if you want to consider your shop, Carm at aftermarketweekly.com. Just call me, text me. You know my number. Hey, we're going to do some trivia today. Here's the trivia question. Let me throw it up. What car was the first to have its radio antenna embedded in the windshield? Uh, And now, Andy, if you know, don't say it because that's the secret till the end of the show. (laughs) And if you're on social media with us, we'd love to see a comment, check in with your city, do us a like and a share because it continues to grow the the show. Hey, we uh, we are committed to all of 2021 for this. We've got so many great guests booked and shops that we're going to show you. Well, Andy, it is time to bring you on and let's get that whole team thing going. And, And you're right. I mean, you get sick like you did, man. Talk about having a team up there ready to go. You're in Dallas, they're in, in Chicago. Right, right. And just the fact that I'm in Dallas, we moved our family last in uh, summer of 2019 down to Dallas. I'm a native Chicagoan, lived in Illinois my whole life. Um, but we just decided for personal reasons that we wanted to leave Illinois and we moved down to Texas. And it sounds kind of unusual. You could be a shop owner in a different state. 
But um, I had really reached the point where I had the two teams in place that could autonomously run the shops, the day-to-day operations. The need for me, my jobs, I could do mostly remotely and uh, with really just stopping in the goal uh, for 2021 when we hopefully get back to a somewhat more normal year is for me to spend about a week of every month in uh, Chicago visiting both of the shops and just going over some things, but spend the bulk of my time down here in Dallas. Sounds smart to me. Now, what did you do? Did you provide any kind of training? Have you worked closely with your team? How do they know how Andy runs his business? I mean, this is not, it's not an overnight process. And I'm also not going to standing up here saying, I've got all the answers. I've got it all figured out. This is, it's still a work in progress, but we're really, we're really seeing the light at the end of the tunnel with this. The impetus for me to speak on this topic is the various um, online groups that I'm in, 20 groups I've been in, and then going around to, you know, SEMA and, and other shows where I see, you know, where when we used to visit in person, at events and conventions where I talk to other shop owners, it's so often that I hear shop owners who say they feel trapped. They're trapped in their business. They're trapped under the hood. They're trapped on the shop floor. They're trapped behind the front counter. It's heart-wrenching to me that you have a business that has been your dream and you've, you've started it and you're running it, but it's it's got chains on you, right? Andy, let me ask you a question. When you were hearing all of that, you weren't in that mold, but you were working to get out of it? So I'm a relative newcomer, as I always say, in this business. I've, I've learned so much from all, from all the longtime people in this business, but I've been in it for coming on seven years now. Um, and I came from an outside industry, which uh, that, that had a lot of benefits because I didn't come with a lot of the, pre, like the preordained ideas um, and, and so I kind of brought a fresh approach of, of business operations to, to my shops. When you're talking about building a team that's going to operate your business for you, the first thing you got to do is, is you got to start with honesty. And that's not only honesty with your team members, but honesty with yourself. What are you really good at? And what are you not so good at? Because if you have the right team under you, they're not going to want you to be doing the things that you're not very good at. Like my team does not want me answering the day-to-day phones. They want me to talk to specific customers who want to talk about specific vehicles. A lot of time it's about buying and buying or selling a vehicle. Should I keep a vehicle? They're, they're not wanting me to just be sitting in the office and, and do, doing the day-to-day picking up the phones or writing repair orders. I'm much better at promoting the business, doing the marketing, doing social media, and doing and talking to specific customers. Getting that team put together, it took a little while, and it's very hard, but you have to accept that you may lose some people that you have on your team currently to get to that place, and that's not totally a bad thing. What, what I've seen through seven years of running our shops is that I've had to fire a few people and we've had a few people leave. And I, I can tell you to the man that every departure, whether it was voluntary or involuntary, turned out to be a better move for our shop. And the most recent and most serious one was in um, fall of 2019 when my service manager, the longest time employee of the shop, was an employee even before I owned it, he gave me a four-day notice that he was leaving. And now this was the guy who I had 
kind of had in mind as the guy who would take over, you know, down the road, if I was ever to, you know, sell, sell the business out to the employees, he made four day notice, right? The second in command under him stepped up, took over. And what we've done in the last year and a half since that old service manager left, the guy who I thought was the guy, what we've done in the last year and a half could not have been accomplished under him. Isn't that amazing? I have to tell you something. I hear story over and over and over again about some people realize that they have the opportunity of their lifetime and they find something they'd never had before inside of them. Yeah, and, and actually, and when Chris, our manager today, when he did step in, I went around to everyone in the shop, and everyone really likes Chris. And I, I went around to him, and I said, look, I know Chris can do this, and you know Chris can do it. Now we need to let Chris know that Chris can do it. And he, for the first week under his, under his uh, you know, where he had the reins, it was an okay week, but it was a little bit, a little bit of shaky. The second week, he just stepped right in and, and just started implementing all the things that he had wanted to do for years um, with con- consulting me all the time. And now after more than a year of his running running the main shop, now he feels like he has some autonomy where he doesn't have to consult me on every single thing. And that's fine. It's amazing what it takes to get sea legs, you know, to, to get a feel for things. And I would be- have to believe that you as a leader recognized that he needed some room. You needed to be there for him, but he needed room to find out who Chris was. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he really did grow into the job. And I'm, I'm, when I tell you that the culture in our shop has never been better than it's been in the last year plus, it's absolutely the truth. Now, you know, the other thing is I was in one of my 20 groups years ago and we were, one of the discussion was about whether technicians should be given business cards. And one of the owners, of, I mean, husband and wife owner of a really great shop, um, very nice people who talk about how, you know, our shop is a family and we take care of everybody. They were adamant that they would never give their technicians business cards. And I, I asked them, I said, why wouldn't you want to do that? And they said, well, because we don't want them to be handing their business card out and possibly shop around or leave. And it, and it struck me, and I'm thinking, well, if if you if your shop has such great culture, and it's such a great place to work, and you take care of your people so well, why would anyone want to leave? So that's really, you know, that's one of the, the team building things that we strive for is to is to make sure that our people know that we're looking out for their best interests. Before our own best interests. But I mean, when I say our own, I say me, right? I'm looking out for them. I'm always telling them this should not be, you shouldn't think of this as a job. It's a career. And there should never be a year where you make less money than the year before. Can you imagine uh, giving the business card that forces you as the owner to consider if in the back of your mind, oh my God, they may go shop their card. They, they see somebody in a restaurant, a competitive shop owner. Hey, call me. Sure. It makes you tougher, better, stronger. You, you have to care more. If, if you believe that's a risk, don't you think you'll be a better owner? Well, for sure, because it's really, really hard to lead out of fear. Okay. And if you fear that your people are going to leave you, that, that's a, like I said, that's a very tough stance to, be a leader out of 
what would be causing you to fear that they're going to leave you, right? For more money or for a better work environment? Well, those are the things that you should be creating for them so that you don't need to worry, have that worry in the back of your head. The last thing I'll, I'll put is, you know, you're renting your people's time. So don't look for the cheapest rent. You know, no, no matter how much we talk about shop, shop culture and the shop family and caring for each other, the fact is that you are renting the most precious and limited resource that all of your people have, and that's their time. They're never going to get any more of it, right? So don't cheap out on the rent. Both Chris and, and my top technician, one of my top technician came in a couple of years ago, came up to me and said, look, um, are, are you, he said, can we speak? And I said, yeah, for sure. Come on in. So uh, he said, I've been getting uh, uh, feelers from Porsche dealerships in, uh, in Southern California, and this is what they're offering. me." One guy, he said, one of them sent $90,000 in all moving expenses. And I said to him, what would you like? What do you want? What do you need? to be comfortable and happy here. And uh, he quoted me a number that was $10 an hour higher than what he was making. And I said, done. And he looked at me like a mixture of surprise and, uh, and pleasure, but because it was so easy to do that because he was so worth it. He's my highest producing tech and we'll, we, we will make, figure out a way to pay him that money because that's what he's worth. That's what the market is worth. Same thing happened with Chris. When Chris took over as, as a manager, I asked him, what do you need? Because he, he's got a wife and a baby on the way. This was a year and a half ago. What do you need to make this work? He told me what it was. We looked at it and I said, okay, done. And he couldn't have been happier. And, and th those were the cheapest dollars that I spent in salary because they've returned hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue and profit to the shop. Great, great story. Thank you so much. I know that you're under the weather. So, you know, for you being here uh, and having, uh, you coming out of COVID, I mean, how many days you're in it here? I'm, I'm on like day five. Um, it's like a flu that just won't, just keeps hanging on. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, look at CarmCast coming up. We have a dozen Automotive Aftermarket Association Professionals, 12 of them. And we're going to talk about PAVE, the Professional Automotive Virtual Education Group. 12 associations got together and they said, hey, why don't we develop this, uh, this virtual training? It's going to happen January 8th through the 10th in 2021. And upcoming this Friday, the Town Hall Academy, why fix a negative attitude in your shop. Now, I've seen the notes from these guys. This is going to be a phenomenal episode. Hey, let me do your fortune, everyone. Um, Andy, here's your fortune. This is going to be good, okay? All right. Um, here it is. The real test in life is not in keeping out of the rough, but in getting out after you're in. Wow, that is cool. Well, with that said, let's go and, uh, and, and do our shop tour. We are out in Truckee, California, and we are getting ready to a tour with Bill Greeno. Hello, Bill. Hey, Carm. How you doing? I'm great, man. I'm great. I can't wait. I had the tour last week, and it is impressive. Let's do her. Uh, welcome, everyone, to Truckee, California, Quality Automotive Servicing. Let's see if I can get this camera turned around. I'm starting upstairs in the mezzanine just because um, I've got better reception up here. This is our... Uh, this is the skyline from 
from this part of the shop. Uh, we built this mezzanine. Uh, well, we built this shop uh, two years ago. Uh, we put in this uh, this area here um, last year, and we've been using this for our uh, lunch break room, recreation room, and and party room. We just had our little Christmas party here with our small social COVID bubble. Uh, and then this is a view of the shop from the mezzanine. You can see four of the six lifts all moved downstairs now and get the rest of it. That's, uh, that's our oil supply uh, catwalk over there. Some of our uh, other products that we have. Uh, we do have the live reels, uh, eight of them for oil. The lifts, these are all high mast lifts here for uh, your taller vans and mom vehicles with uh, rocket boxes on top. The lifts are all 10 horse instead of five horse. Uh, these are champion American made 10 horse lifts. So they go up about twice as fast as your standard five horse. They're not quite a shockwave lift, but they, uh, they're pretty fast. And I will exit the mezzanine here. These uh, on either side, these are workforce housing apartments, two bedroom and a one bedroom. Yeah, so not only do we have a repair shop, but we he's on a piece of property with offices and uh, and even two apartments. It's a beautiful, beautiful. Talk about gorgeous country. Yeah, we bought, so that building there, we bought this property with that building on it five years ago. And that rent from that building was able to carry the mortgage until we got approval to build the shop right in downtown Truckee on commercial, or well, Donner Pass Road. So this is uh, the main thoroughfare through Truckee. Coming in the front door, of course, we got our night drop, early bird. We've got our uh, after-hours pickup with the combo key locker, our new slogan there. We'll go the distance. Just came to change that this year. Uh, we embrace the Donner Pass Road is actually the old Highway 40 before Interstate 80 was uh, built. So we've embraced that. These are some of the old cars that never were collected uh, off the side of Interstate 80. That's the construction of Old 40 before Interstate 80 was in. I love the connection to the historic part. And, and look at this, everyone. you got to check this out. We base everything here on uh, the Clifton Strengths Finder from Now Discover Your Strengths, Marcus Buckingham. We really try to work with each other and understand one another and uh, our communication, ways of communicating, uh, things that we ask of each other via our strengths. These are the top five signature strengths of each of us. This is uh, Gary, our general manager, strengths that you want from him. This is Maggie, our service manager, strengths you'd want from her. Oh, here's Maggie training our newest service advisor here. Um, all of uh, the materials for the shop came from locally sourced uh, wood. The entire outside is wrapped in uh, native sugar pine from a friend of mine's uh, forests where he harvested them himself uh, along with that desk back office here there's gary and jamie so yeah this is uh this is where the magic happens from the front end jamie is our communications coordinator she's doing something very interesting here these packages are all going out to people who just bought homes in Truckee. we uh we're in on the ground floor of some software that allows you to see who owns what and where and what parcel in a given area um we're actually running tests on it for the automotive industry specifically it allows us to know, amongst other things, and get auto-alerted when someone buys a house in our area. And so we send them out a welcome kit that includes, what does it include, Jamie? It includes um, a, puppy. <laughs> a welcome letter, um, just welcoming them to Truckee and all the fun little facts. Um, mm -hmm. We have a checklist of tips 
on driving tips up in the mountains that most people from the Bay Area may not be familiar with. And then we also have um, pens. We have an invite to our Red Check Club. So an invite to become our friend before a customer. And then um, sticker to the local radio station. If you didn't know that we had a local radio station, that's where you're going to get all of the actual weather and driving tips for our town. <laughs> the best news. Um, and then we have little ice scrapers to go with it. Um, and I think... And, oh, yeah. And, and stuff. That's really nice. One of the things you get is number two, use of the gold pass. It's a complimentary lift ticket. It's totally transferable to any ski area, any day of the week. We have nine in our area. Our customers can check it out. You can see Wednesday of this week, Wayne Trimble from Auburn Auto Doctor is actually coming up, and uh, he's going to be taking that pass out for the afternoon. All right, moving out to the shop. So this is under the mezzanine. These are our two short mast lifts. This floor, if I was to throw a heat gun on the floor right now, it would be showing about 65 degrees um, because this is our hydronic corner over here. It's all heated hydronically. We have the sand oil water separator slot drain that goes down the entire side of the shop so we can be safe. Uh, even, if, even if our secondary containment did fail for our oil, uh, waste oil, we would uh, be able to just shove it all in there and pump it out later without any problems. What you're hearing right now is uh, the guys are listening to our book. We do a book study once a year. Um, this one is uh, Unleash the Power of Storytelling. It's a great book, uh, and we will close President's Day in order to uh, do a little, uh, little class for the day on it. I'm up on the catwalk now. This just allows you, you know, if you've got a tall building like I ended up with, these kinds of things just allow you to maximize your storage. Staying connected to your material and all our oil. Books on tape. You're listening. You're, you're doing your book club and you're playing it through the audio of the shop. They can buy the book on audiobook or buy it in written form, whichever they prefer. Uh, great stuff. Is there anything else we need to see, Bill? I'll see if I can get you out front. Imagine being able to, Andy, look out over those snow capped mountains. Being from Illinois, I'm so envious of that view. Yeah, anytime, Andy. Come on out. Here's uh, here's some of my favorite books. If you can see those, there's the Now Discover. Oh, Extreme Ownership. That's a great book. There's an owner, Andy, who is just working so hard to bring the you know uh, transfer knowledge to his team through you know books and training. Just be look at those mountains in the back. Oh I my god! To, I have to look at that every day when I drive to work. That's tough. It's going to be really <laughs> tough. And then, uh, yeah, we got the Carson Range and Mount Rose in the other direction. This is Donner Pass Road. Uh, it parallels Interstate 80. This used to be Old Highway 40. The traffic count on this road on a daily basis actually exceeds the traffic count on Interstate 80. So that's kind of good. The building that made it all happen for us. Yeah, that's the building that made it happen. Wow, how cool is that? You start with one and you build the next, right? Let's finish up with the trivia. What car was the first to have its radio antenna embedded in the windshield, everyone? Well, it was the 1969 Pontiac Grand Prix. Did you know that at all, Andy? I didn't. I thought it was, I thought it was uh, domestic, but I did not know that it was a 69 Pontiac. It was, yes. Okay. Well, look at... Uh, Bill, thank you so much for continuing to be here, and we sure appreciate it. Andy, I know you were under the weather. Thank you, Bill wonderful tour beautiful business and bill 
like Andy, gives an awful lot back to the industry. I know you're continuing to be on panels, and uh, I know Bill's a part-time business coach. So thank you guys so much for what you do and for being here on the 31st episode of After Market Weekly. Guys, thank you so much. Have a wonderful, great, great week. You too. Thanks, Carm. You too. Thanks, Carm.